Greetings, Javier Churches. Greetings to those joining us from elsewhere. This is Colin, and I hope you're all keeping very well and very warm. Um, welcome to our podcast for the third Sunday of Lent. The intimations are on the website. All the usual activities are happening. The Lent study group will meet on Thursday for our third meeting, and that will be at the Rustads at Yetham Hall in town Yetham at 10.30. Also, the, the offering for the World Day of Prayer, that was £230, and that goes towards the Scottish Bible Society and Feed the Mind projects in Taiwan. Please note articles for the Cheviot magazine should be in by Saturday the 18th of March. And, and finally, the, the Food Bank in Kelso is requesting donations of jam and tins of tomatoes and tins of vegetables. I think these are all the intimations at present. Our call to worship. We gather in this place yearning for the Holy Spirit to fill us. We come among our fellow believers trusting that God will touch our hearts, that we might serve others and bring hope and healing to the world. We worship God in the hymn 112, God, whose almighty word. And let us pray. Creator, Christ, Spirit, you provide what we need to live from the bounty of creation. You know us through and through, and you love us. We are beloved in your eyes. God of hope, you have an everlasting purpose for us. God of wisdom, you open our minds and teach and guide us. And so we come to worship you offering you our prayers and our praise, trusting you to offer us the gifts we need to thrive and to serve you, to give of our best for you in the world that you love. O God, our great shepherd, tenderly you gather us just as you do lambs, carrying us with your all-embracing love. And yet, like sheep, we wander from you, often following our own ways, sometimes ignoring your voice, at times distrusting your provisions. Forgive our wrongdoing 
our hardened hearts, our lack of trust. And refresh us once again by your quiet waters of mercy. And so restore our souls by your redeeming love. Guide our paths that we might follow you more closely. Through Christ, our good shepherd, we pray. And so let us receive the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. And now let us join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We read from Philippians chapter 2 and from verse 5. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And we turn to the Gospel of Mark and chapter 10, and from verse 46, the story of Bartimaeus. And then they came to Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Amen. And God bless these readings from God's word. All praise be to God's name. The hymn 557, O Love That Wilt Not Let Me Go.
I trace the rainbow through the rain. Let us pray. We have our weekly prayer. Father God, in many ways you've taught us that we can always trust you, even when it may seem that you're far from us. Give us spiritual sight and help us to remember your humility, even to death and the cross for our salvation. May we feel your loving presence as we go from this time of worship, confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. A graduation can be a very big day, a celebration of years of study, and family and friends are dressed up to the nines in order to support the graduate. For Ryan, it was such an achievement. But he reflected on his whole life and said, if I hadn't been to Rainbow House, I wouldn't be here today. I've got my family back and I've got my life back. Ryan had been in a bad place, a dark place. He lives in one of the, the housing estates in the periphery of Glasgow. And he'd been involved in drugs in big time. He became estranged from his family as he spent everything to get his next fix. Fortunately, the local church had a cafe providing cheap meals, which also doubled as a food bank. And the staff there had somehow got to know Ryan and suggested he try to turn his life around. And they mentioned Rainbow House which is a, a cross-reach residential home in Glasgow for those suffering from drug or alcohol addiction. Now, coming off any addiction can be a, a nightmare. And certainly it wasn't easy for Ryan, for he did go to Rainbow House. There were setbacks. But somehow he came through it and he managed to shake off the addiction. And he was so grateful for what he'd been through that he wanted to give something back. He wanted to help others in a similar situation. And so he went through training. And now he was graduating. His life had turned around. And now he works at Rainbow House, helping those with similar addictions. Crossreach is a social arm of the Church of Scotland. It's been around with different names for the last 150 years. It's the la largest non-statutory care provider in Scotland. It does tremendous work. Though maybe as, as a church in Scotland, we don't actually hear so much or know so much about it, which is our own fault. It offers a, a great range of services. Maybe the, West, the most well-known are the care homes for the elderly, which are all around Scotland. However, Crossreach is involved in far more than that, providing counselling services, Supporting those coming out of prison, those with learning difficulties, those with dementia. And I was just reading about an art project it has for people with dementia. And the list goes on. But it all stems 
from the church wanting to reach out to the most vulnerable in society, to those on the margins, this faith in action. We've been looking at the marks of mission, the five marks of the church is using to define mission in the early 21st century. And today we're on to the third mark, which is loving service. And right from the earliest days, the church saw a need to tend the less fortunate. In the book of Acts, the church quickly appoints deacons to take care of the practical side of church life. And that included helping the poor and the sick. It was there right from the beginning. And why? Because wherever Jesus went, he was filled with compassion when he saw those in the margins of society crying for help, crying to be heard, crying to be noticed. Those with leprosy, the paralyzed, the blind, those racked with guilt. So often they were just ignored, just like they are today. They're on the margins. We don't notice so much. But Jesus noticed and Jesus did something about it. The name Jesus is short for Joshua and means he saves. And he certainly saved Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus was blind and begged from passers-by in the road, passing from Jericho to Jerusalem, just outside the city of Jericho. But he wasn't content with his lot. When he heard that Jesus was passing, and he knew that from word of mouth that Jesus had performed miracles, so he shouted out. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. People told him, be quiet, don't disturb him. This was his one chance and he was taking it. Jesus, have mercy on me. He couldn't see what the reaction was, apart from being told to stay, stay silent. But then Jesus spoke directly to him. What do you want? What do you want me to do? And quick as a flash, he grabbed the opportunity and asked for his sight. He even threw the cloak that he had away, discarded it. As if he was discarding his past, ready to go forward. And he followed Jesus. Jesus saw people in need and responded to that need. In the early church, there was a hymn to Jesus, which we read in Philippians. And we read how Jesus' nature was to somehow empty himself, give of himself to the world, even to the point of death. He gave of himself to all who came seeking mercy, right up to walking the road to the cross of Calvary, where he gave himself for the life of the world, saving humanity. Even though it was we, by our sins, who nailed him to the cross. 
Paul encouraged the congregation of Philippi to have that same mind as was in Christ, looking to the interests of others rather than their own self-interest. The vision of the Christian community being formed by the spirit of humility and servanthood and self-giving that somehow Jesus embodied and so reach out to others. We are called to show that loving service with humility, with servanthood, with self-giving and reaching out to those who are hurting and many are hurting. And some are hurting because of the church and abuse they've suffered. In missions abroad, the missionaries built schools and hospitals before they built churches. They wanted to provide something for the local people. We show loving service through food banks, through breakfast clubs. We provide space for people to come together. We offer hospitality. We give lifts. The Guild does a tremendous job raising hundreds of thousands nationally for projects at home and abroad. We respond to Christian aid, to disaster appeals. At the church, we're called to look beyond ourselves, be part of our community and be part of our hurting world. As Jesus healed so many in body, mind and spirit, so may we show that loving service and be agents of healing and hope. In the name of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. The hymn 718, We Cannot Measure How You Heal.
and thanks to Gordon and Heather. Let us pray. Living God, we turn to you now with our concerns for people, for places, for situations which are on our hearts today. As we long for your kingdom to come and for fullness of life for all, we ask you to renew our trust and our hope to show us how we can begin to answer some of our own prayers. We hold up to you those whose needs are most basic, those who don't have clean water to drink or enough food to eat, those who lack proper shelter and have no access to education or health care, those whose homes or livelihoods have been destroyed by war or by natural disaster or by violence or power play or greed of others. Pray for those who don't have a safe place to call home or a stable family or friends with which to share their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you for the cool, clear water that flows in mountain streams. But we're conscious of many places where the water is polluted with overflows from an industry or waste or treatment plants and through plastic or chemicals or rubbish. We know that many people have no clean water to bathe in or even to drink. And the pollution is destroying habitats and wildlife and choking the life from rivers or lakes or seas. We ask for a renewal of our habits, leading to a renewal of habitats across the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask for your blessing on all involved with fair trade, lifting before you the producers as they grow their crops and craft their works. Bless them in their endeavours. Grant them wisdom and discernment as they make decisions about how to use, as, make, as we make decisions about how to use fair trade. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayers. We pray for the work of Crossreach, for the staff at the various centres, as they give care to so many. And be with all who are in the margins of society, all who struggle to have a voice and make themselves heard. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all sick in body, mind or spirit, for all waiting operations, all who've lost loved ones and feel lost themselves. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Amen. And our closing hymn is 458, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow.
And so go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And may the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you this day and even forevermore. Amen.